On this historic day so grand, Apollo 11 took a stand. Neil and Buzz, bold and brave, to the moon they did pave. With a leap they touched the ground, a lunar surface they had found. One small step for man, they said, a giant leap. No words to be misled. Oh, Michael Collins, up above, orbiting the moon with love. While Neil Buzz explored with glee, Michael kept the command module debris-free. <laughs> Moon rocks gathered, flags unfurled, astronauts making history twirl, the sight of Earth from outer space, a reminder of our tiny place. So let us celebrate this day where human reached the Milky Way, Apollo 11. We raise our glass to the moon and back, what a blast. And I was not laughing, by the way, mocking Neil or Buzz or Michael Collins. I am laughing because I asked ChatGPT this morning in terms of trying to get my opening. You know, what's something interesting that happened in history on this day? And they said, you know, ChatGPT, I see her as a she. She responded with the landing on the moon, and then I went, well, that's kind of a, you know, that's a fact. Ooh, so the poem I just read is an original AI-generated poem, which just, you know, I'm glad I'm doing these chat GBT opens, honestly, because I'd like to think I'm developing a friendship with my future overlords. That's all I got to say, because, man, they're writing poetry now. And I said make it funny, and they tried to, or she tried to. I don't know how to refer to her. I'm just, I'll, I'll just keep it singular and she. And I got to come up with a better name that, you know, than chat GPT. Welcome to the podcast. I am your idiot host, Michael Smalley. You're listening to It Just Is. We are going through the rise 12 steps to freedom from signature sin through Jesus Christ study. And we have arrived today to step three, which is faith. And this faith begins the entire section on how to find power. So we start off this study and this 12-step program acknowledging in step one that I'm totally powerless. And then we go into, all right, if I'm powerless, does anything have power? And we learn, yeah, in fact, God does. Now, how to find that power? How do we tap into that power that is available to us from Christ, well, step three begins that journey, which is faith. Do I want to live or die? If I want to live, I will turn my will and life over to the care of God and surrender everything. If I want to die, well, I just choose to stop right here. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, 
and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. That's Romans 12, 1 through 2, which is the verse. It's the key verse that goes along here with step three. And before we continue, I just want to remind you, head on over to smalleyinstitute.com where you can become a member. So if you like what I'm doing, if you want to support the show, become a member. You can be a Stay Classy podcast member, which allows you the opportunity to log in every day and see and watch me record this podcast live and and then participate in the live Q&A immediately following the podcast or you can step up your 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 personal growth to a whole new level with the VIP membership which gives you obviously Monday through Thursday you can watch the podcast you can get encouraged every single day you can ask questions but as a VIP member you actually get a schedule 30 minutes a month of private one-on-one coaching with me, yours truly. So you can do all of that at smalleyinstitute.com. And now for a pearl of wisdom for the day. Let go and let God. I think that fits quite nicely with step three. So here's the promise for step three. The promise, what once you once you take step three, the promise, what you get to experience, and, and it continues to grow as you progress through the steps, is you will comprehend the word serenity. Once you finally surrender this mess of your life, the disaster that is that signature sin that you keep choosing over and over and over again, no matter how many times it hurts you, no matter how many times it just sucks the energy out of the room, once you finally take that and you decide, hey, I want to live, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. This is This life is miserable. Once we finally, in step three, surrender that, we give all of it over to the Lord. Now you'll start to truly understand what serenity means. The victory of serenity is when we finally understand it is through our total defeat, we can truly begin to take the first steps towards freedom and liberation. Admitting our personal powerlessness is the foundation of living a contented and purposeful life. When my signature sin influenced every facet of my life, when it became an excuse for all my self-indulgence and permissiveness, when I came to realize that by myself I could do nothing to overcome the power of sin, I realized I had no other choice 
except to surrender. In surrender, I found victory. Victory over my selfishness. Victory over my stubborn resistance to life as it was given to me. When I stopped fighting everybody and everything, I started on the path to serenity and peace. The one thing that you need to know about step three is real action starts with a choice. Once we fundamentally understand the power of choice, we gain freedom. We are not victims of our emotions. The truth is, we choose every emotion we experience. This step is about action and opens the door to accepting God's will. Taking this step is like opening a door that seems locked. All we need is a key and the decision to open the door. At this point, there exists only one key, willingness. Once unlocked, the door opens almost by itself. Immediately, we see a sign in the entryway that reads, This is the way to a faith that works. Our first step required admitting defeat. And the second was choosing to believe through faith. Our third step is turning our will and lives over to God. It is the first step requiring real and continuous action on our part. So then why do we even offer ourselves to God? Well, so he can build with us and do with us as he wills. Why do we ask God to relieve us of our bondage to self so we may better do his will? Why do we ask God to take away our difficulties so we fully understand the victory over them is a testimonial to others and is a witness of God's power, God's love, and God's way of life? Someone once shared in a meeting how it is like taking your car to a mechanic to get serviced. You trust they will be able to get it fixed up and back to you in working order. The mechanic does not want to keep your car. He wants to repair it and give it back to you so you can move on down the road. The decision to turn our will and lives over to the care of God, trusting God, is the exact same thing. This new spiritual life is not a theory, but a way of life meant to be acted upon. We must put into practice what we are learning to experience the change sufficient for our recovery from signature sin. For a child of God, no person or place in the entire world can ever become home except in fellowship with God. But there are two barriers that keep children of God from going back home. The first barrier is taking sin too seriously. According to Romans, our sin is never too much. It's never too great for God to overcome. His grace is always greater than our sin. His resolve to save is never compromised. The second barrier is that we do not take sin seriously enough. Sin is not a mistake to be swept under the rug. It's rebellion against God. We can never take our sins too lightly. Jesus said the path to blessing and happiness is found when we mourn our sins and the sin 
in the world around us. And I've run into this all the time with people. People who take 10, who take 10, who take sin too seriously, right? Where it's like, this is too big. This is too out of control. There's no recovery. There's no healing from this. Well, that's dumb. That I mean, think about what that says. Your feelings or your thoughts or your beliefs about God is that he's limited. He's not really God. He's a cosmic Santa Claus that I turn to from time to time, but he can't really save me from this thing. It's too big. Or again, far too many people are like, frankly, me. Where, man, when I chose to start drinking in 2019 as a result of my first separation in marriage, yeah, I mean, I think I think you could look back on that and go, I get it, man, because I'd never suffered quite like that before in my life. But how sad, how minimal, how 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 minimized I took my sin. And that was when I was overeating and when I started drinking. It it's just like I was like, eh, who cares? I'll just do it. Not that big of a deal. I I never took my really egregious, toxic level sin seriously enough. And we pay the price for that. Obviously, you know that. There's a really cool, and, and, and again, you can either buy the Rise Step Study at smallinstitute.com if that's what you want to do. But if you become a member, a state classy member, or a VIP member, the Rise Step Study comes with you with that membership. And there's some really cool prayers for a lot of these steps that I encourage you to print out and put it on the mirror in your bathroom, put it on your refrigerator, just put it somewhere that you frequently see. And here's a a beautiful third step prayer. And I would encourage you to pray this prayer out loud and preferably with your mentor or a friend. But the third step prayer goes like this, God, I offer myself to you to build with me and do with me as you will. Free me from the bondage of self so I can better do your will. Take away my signature sins and use the victory over them to be a witness to those I help through your power, your love, and your way of life. This is what we're trying to do here in step three. Lord, here it is. I'm placing all of this mess at your feet. I am surrendering it. I'm I'm quitting. Uh, that would be another way that we could word step three in this 12-step lifestyle. I'm out. I have clearly shown a total inability to do anything functional or healthy around this problem area in my life. So maybe you can do it. That's what surrender is. Maybe you can do it. And I also have the serenity prayer here, which is how I close the show. So I won't read that now because I'll read it at the end. But I honestly print these prayers out, post them everywhere that you need. I actually include a download version of these prayers that you can download if you have the course. Look at them every day. This is the work of step three, 
surrendering your signature sin over to God and accepting the things you cannot change and being courageous to change the things you can and 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 really learning and understanding the difference because there are things outside of your control what are those things people places and circumstances you 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 that cannot be the focus here the focus has to stay on you Ultimately, it is choosing in your heart, in your heart of hearts, to desire God's will over your own. And I don't know where you are listening to this podcast right now. If you're maybe likely alone driving in your car. But I'd encourage you to say the following out loud. Lord, I choose to live. I've spent a lifetime proving I am incapable of changing apart from your help. I surrender. And then I have a blank here. So speak it out loud. What are you surrendering? I surrender alcohol. I surrender food. I surrender pornography. I surrender codependency. I surrender abuse, physical abuse. I surrender anger. I sur- what is it? Say it out loud. I surrender this. Grant me the serenity to accept I cannot change anger. I cannot change codependency. I cannot change this alcohol. I cannot change this sexual addiction. But I trust you can. The step three inventory Here's nine questions. Nine questions to answer yes or no. Am I ready to embrace complete dependence on God and view this dependence as a form of strength? Have I said the third step prayer out loud with another person? Am I prepared to make a commitment to turn myself over to God? Am I ready to surrender? so I can experience fully the freedom offered by God? Am I ready to be relieved of the bondage of self? Am I prepared to live a spiritual life in all aspects of my everyday experience? Am I no longer depressed because I don't have the job or money I want? Right here we can define depression as being secretly angry at God because we do not accept life as it is given to us? Am I no longer fearful about the outcome of my life? Do I trust God? Have I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God? If you answer yes to these questions, you're taking step three. And don't forget, Go to smalleyinstitute.com if you're a fan of the podcast. If you want to take that personal growth to the next level, become a member. And at the same time, you get to support yourself. Your, your, yourself. Well, yeah, I guess you do support yourself. You also get to support yours truly. I'll close with the serenity prayer for today. God grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Your will, not ours, be done. And remember, keep on listening.
because it works if you work it.